Sales and Marketing Podcast. I'm Marcello. And I'm Sherry. And each episode will provide you with sales and marketing strategies that you can implement immediately into your own business. Our sponsor for today's episode is Blinkist. And we're going to be talking about establishing yourself as an expert. Um, I think that was a big reason why we started this podcast was to put ourselves out there a little bit more and share some of the knowledge that we've gained um, through our jobs and through life experience and share that with you guys. Um, And not just to pass that knowledge along, but also to kind of put ourselves out there and make people understand that we do know what we're talking about to some extent in a world that's full of people who are just kind of spewing nonsense or pretending, I guess. Yeah, I mean, in, 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 in today's day and age, it's a lot easier for someone who might not know anything to broadcast that out or to develop an audience without knowing pretty much anything or without being an established expert in, in the field. So that there are a lot of quote-unquote, I think you wrote down the word, fakers. Yeah, I mean, we see it on our Facebook news feeds and all the time, you know, that that everybody has an e-course, everybody has a training, everybody has, you know, this, that, or the other thing. And are there really that many Instagram experts in the world? And if you really do your research, when you look behind these consultants or, uh, you know, groups, you know, there's, there's a consulting group that I came across on Instagram and you know, it's a really small following. And it's, it's always hard to know, is this somebody that, that just switched from something else and is starting up again, which is why their following isn't huge right now? Or um, are they really putting the focus on their customers and actually making the money? You know, I think that's the other disparity we see there are some really legitimate um, marketing groups or even sales training groups that that might not have a huge social following. Um, but they are very successful and they're making a lot of money and they really do know what they're talking about. Whereas we see other people that might be Instagram famous and have a huge following and that's kind of the depth of their experience. So it's tough as a consumer to know where to put your trust or if you're looking for um, some consulting or training, you know, it's hard to know who to to pay that money. Um, which is why if you are running your own business, um, or even as a salesperson, you know, if you're working on commission, it's so important to, to put yourself out there and start generating the content so that people understand that you do know what you're talking about. Um, I think it's a little bit different and I think video has become so popular because it's so transparent and there's nobody else that can sit in front of a camera or in front of Facebook Live and be you. Whereas if you're writing blog posts, somebody else technically could be ghostwriting for you. Um, So I think Mm -hmm. it adds another layer of transparency, even podcasting, you know, you know that it's my voice, you know that it's Marcella's voice, you know that we're speaking to you. And while I write all of our own blog posts, um, I have ghost written for other people. Um, so it's, it, that becomes even a little bit more tricky, um, in that regard, but I don't know. What do you think? 
Uh, what do you, I mean, if you, if, you, if you just want to just dive right into it, we do have some basic uh, outlines how to establish yourself as an expert and, and talk about a little bit more what are some of the quote unquote steps or what are some or what are some ideas that you can that you can utilize. Um, one of the first things and to kind of separate yourself from these quote unquote fakers out there and to make yourself more authentic, you you were you were right podcast. Uh, if you if you blog yourself, if if you do if you do Facebook video, what in what media? And this was a big part too of why we chose. Just recently, we started doing Instagram videos, and I wanted to make that point because before we were putting up, you know, some inspirational graphics or quotes from ourselves or quotes from other people, and they looked nice and they looked pretty. But it wasn't adding that personal touch, um, being able to see our faces, you know, see us being passionate about what we're talking about, answering your questions um, adds another level of uh, realism. And, and, you know, that's what you would be getting. If you work with me, um, that's what you're going to be getting. And I think that's really helpful and really an important step. And yes, it takes a little bit more effort to go that extra mile, but um, video can really, can really help you in that. But yeah, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, no, oh, no. at Push Pull Sales on Instagram, by the way. Yes, yes, and it does take a little bit extra time. Uh, you spent a little bit more time uh, getting the lighting right, getting the sound right, getting everything right, uh, makeup all, and all that good stuff. Yeah, well, and that being said, even so, like um, something that's really helpful, and I was just talking with someone else about this that was looking for, for help with video, um, working in batch, like trying to do a whole bunch of a similar task at the same time really is going to help you save time. Um, so, you know, Instagram video is only one minute instead of us sitting down, um, twice a week to record a one minute video. We both just, we set up the scene, set up the camera, had everything ready to go. And we recorded, uh, 26 videos, you know, for Instagram in less than an hour. Um, between the two of us and then I can they're there I can just upload them to Instagram whenever we're ready to post them so things like that you know it doesn't have to be a huge daunting task that was an hour that was worthwhile for us um but what were you what was the point you were getting to Oh, in terms of using video and appearance and stuff like that, uh, what, I, what I was going to transition into uh, was talking about, and, and, and you have a valid point, if you do everything in the same scenery, in the same kind of setting, that's also very helpful because you're kind of establishing a, a set presence and a set, and, 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 and actually a set voice and actually a set tone of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Appearance is extremely, extremely important. Um, if you want to attract a certain audience, you need to you need to come across as a professional you need to come across as an expert now some fields are a little bit more mm-hmm. uh informal uh yeah, a lot like of our target w- audience is more so i would say formal at this point yeah when i would walk into you know like the the wordpress conference or something like that um the WordCamp conference that i spoke at uh a little while ago um you know, when I walked into those those prep meetings or those speaker get-togethers, um, you know, it's everybody just in jeans and t-shirts. It was a lot of developers, a lot of coders, um, you know, and then on the user side of things, I was more used to having more of that B2B relationship and needing to look a little more professional. So it's interesting when you step into that, um, you know... I don't think overdressing is is ever necessarily a, a terrible thing, um, but you do want to fit in. You do want to know your audience, just like with everything else. I feel like we preach that a lot. Um, 
so I think appearance is important, but I think even more than that, it's it's having the experience to back it up. Um, and it's hard when you're first starting out. And I, you know, it's the same kind of complaint that's like, how can I get an entry level job? Um, when every entry level job requires two to three years experience and no one will give me that job to get that experience. Um, I feel like it's a similar kind of thing, even if you switch careers and it's tough to build up that experience to be able to present yourself as an expert. And I think you want to shift that a little bit. You don't need to wait for anybody to give you that permission or give you that shot. There's always things currently that you can start on your own and start building and start learning. Um, You know, if you want to be a writer, start your blog or start writing on Medium or whatever it may be. Start putting yourself out there. Start putting your ideas out there. Um, And I think you can phrase it a little bit differently. If you're just starting out, you're not going to be going around telling people the right way to do everything um, or telling them, you know, that you should be doing X, Y, Z. You're going to start out saying, here's what worked for me, or here's what I'm noticing, or based on X, Y, and Z, this is the conclusion that I came to. Um, And I think that's kind of a good rule of thumb for anything because, uh, you know, I tell people that have taken... um, my blogging course that uh, even though there's so much out there, (laughs) there's so much content flowing around, telling people something based on your personal experience is always a welcome change because you don't know, you know, we can be told the same thing five times in five different ways and maybe only one of those ways is really going to get through to us. Marshall is shaking his head in agreement. Yeah, I'm I'm, 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 I'm definitely agreeing with and part of the nice thing, too, and again, in terms of establishing yourself as an expert, part of that is getting content out there. So to have yeah. enough content in, in, in enough different forms. Mm-hmm. And people can see in the beginning what that evolution is. So if someone follows you from the beginning and kind mm-hmm. of, you know, been listening for a couple of years, listening for a couple of months, they can see that evolution uh, in you. And, and a lot of people that are just coming on board now the nice thing is, is they might only be seeing your recent content where you really are an established expert. Mm-hmm. So at, at any point, you're going to need to put in the time. You're going to need to put in the time outside uh, of, of, of whatever medium you're using to kind of broadcast, hey, hey, I'm an expert or right, hey, or, hey I know this. But doing it. You, you, need, you, need to, you need to walk the walk and, and you need to talk to talk and walk the walk. That's, yeah. <laughs> and I think the flip side of that, when you said they'll see your... Um... how you're changing over time uh the other interesting point that i think a lot of times we forget about is that there's always going to be people starting off from the beginning Mm -hmm. um in their own journey so maybe you're an expert of helping people through their first year uh as a salesman maybe you are an expert in helping the the guy who's been in sales for 10 years make that leap to the next step or get him motivated again or get him excited about uh, sales again. There's a lot of different levels. And I think as we progress in our journey, we tend to forget that that people are always starting field. And, and what we've learned over the last, you know, five, 10 years is, val- is extremely valuable to someone who's just starting out. But the way we're going to talk to them and, um, you know, the type of information that we're going to give them is, of course, different. Absolutely. There's always going to be people above you and below you. 
absolutely and it, it's definitely a good idea to as you're as you're going along or as you're whatever whatever you're trying to establish yourself as an expert on to really find your target market so you don't want to go really 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 broad so for example uh, you got the you guy can't from be an expert in everything it, it, exactly so you got a guy who is an expert on let's say real estate and maybe that's valuable for him to sell to other real estate agents but if you're just a real estate agent yourself you don't necessarily need to establish yourself as the all-knowing i know everything about real estate and bringing in leads and stuff like that maybe you just need to be the expert on your local uh, community your local community fixer upper stuff like that knowing where everything actually is um or if you're in the mortgage industry knowing whatever trends or whatever is applicable to your state you don't necessarily need to have a quote-unquote national voice because yeah. you can have six million people see something and maybe only six people are an actual prospect for you whereas it's better to have a thousand people see it and ten people are going are going to be are going to be a better are going to be a better fit for whatever product or, or for or for whatever service you have yeah. And it's a lot less daunting for people to become an expert in a smaller area or a smaller niche because you don't need those huge numbers. And a lot of times those huge numbers aren't aren't converting to anything. So if you are going to be, you know, the realtor that we use to buy our current house, he was he was an expert in this particular town that we wanted to move into. And he pretty much knew everybody who lived here. He had sold houses to most of them. Um, he knew what was going on the market, what was coming off. He knew the backstory to why this was the way it was, um, you know, and he was very transparent about that. Um, of course, he was knowledgeable in everything that you would expect a real estate agent to be knowledgeable in as far as financial and even just the condition of the house. But what really set him apart was that he knew this town. And that's a lot more doable for him. You know, he wasn't out there posting national blog posts hoping to generate traffic from California. You know, he was just focused here on his town, um, on his current customers, on referrals. And, he knew um, every neighbor. He knew every yeah, neighborhood. He yeah. used to live there before. He knew reasons why you should buy a house that, that maybe other people didn't know. Yeah. Or, or, also, or also why you shouldn't. Because yeah. sometimes when you're looking at the listing or you look at everything else there are some other factors that without like without having like, that expert, you guys know who lived here right and it was you know a guy who had been jailed for like pedophilia stuff oh, yeah, yeah, that and was. i was like oh nope we didn't know that that's good information to have um you or, know or to just... be like hey this area here this is this is actually a lot more uh, renters, quote unquote. So it's not necessarily right. as many homeowners and stuff like that. People don't take as nice as, as good care of the property. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you might want to look into this area here. Whereas with the information that you have available, um, so he knew uh, what the neighborhood was like and things that you wouldn't see on paper or things you wouldn't see without having that presence and without putting in the time in that area to kind of figure those things out. So one of our overall tips, uh, we, we, first we as established, you want to get your voice out in a couple different mediums. So blogs, podcasts, stuff like that. You want to establish a certain area of expertise and you want to focus on that. Uh, one great way to do this, and we talked about this in terms of doing a company blog in a previous podcast, think about what questions you can legitimately answer or where you have that expertise or what your customers might ask because it's kind of funny too is sometimes if you research something and you might ask google a question you're like wow i don't have any really good answer 
your answer and your knowledge might be the best answer for that question. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, like for for me personally and for our company blog, what 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 PNG Logistics will do is, you know, we'll think of a question a customer will ask. We'll type that we'll type that question into Google or we'll type that topic into Google, and a lot of the times, it's not listed there. Uh, so we'll actually go ahead and 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 write up an article or actually write up a blog about that. And what we found is relatively quickly. We can establish uh, we can establish ourselves as you know a, a top rank for that phrase, and the more technical or the more uh, knowledgeable you're going to need to be in that industry, the better it is. So, yeah, there might only be a thousand people every month on Google searching for that term, but to be number one in that versus mm-hmm. someone who's looking for how can I get a price on a boat in San Diego, you know, it, it, it's going to be a lot better to say, okay, I'm looking to upgrade from a you know whatever whatever 450 horsepower to 550 horsepower what are the pros and cons so then you're more of an expert it's not just about price it's more about okay this person knows what they're talking about so the more Mm -hmm. technical questions you can answer the more time you put in the better the better off you're going to be yeah absolutely and making sure that that relates back to it i mean if you're bringing in customers that are asking those questions already it's a lot more linear to then convert them to the sale. Um, so like you said, you can prove yourself if you want to, um, you know, establish yourself as more of a personal brand or if you're trying, if you have a company that you're trying to promote, you can start the podcast, you can blog, you can kind of like micro blog on any of the social media platforms. Um, you can put yourself out there and offer freebies, maybe their white papers or ebooks, um, you know, something like that that you can offer and get your message across. Maybe you start, um, you know, a YouTube show or Facebook Live kind of shows um, almost. And there's a lot of options in that regard. But another. Uh, probably an easier way to break into that and to get your message out there and in front of more people and really establish yourself is is doing it for somebody else. So whether it's going on harrow.com, um, which stands for help a reporter out, um, they are, always send out queries of really, really specific experts that they're looking for to write articles. So journalists go on there and they have an article they're trying to write and they need an expert to quote or interview. Um you can simply respond back to those email queries with your answer. And a lot of times, if you do it quickly enough, you're going to get featured um, either in smaller websites or even major publications. And it's a great way to um, get your name out there and, you know, get places like maybe you'll get CNN attached to your name um, or say that you've been featured on there. Um which is a fantastic way to go about it. And even on the smaller things, you know, if there's if there's a podcast in your industry, uh, more than likely you can be a guest on that podcast. Or if there's a blog that you know that your audience reads a lot of the time, see if you can do a guest post or at least contribute to something they're doing, you know, as a quote from an expert. Um, and, and, and that can also work both ways, too. So you can uh, help a reporter out. It's great. Uh, and then talk about uh, going on other podcasts, bring other people on to your podcast, bring other people into your medium. So if you have, let's say you're a mortgage guy and you bring in a real estate guy to talk about your stuff, you're going to share audiences. And if you collaborate that way, you're also, you're also going to grow your following. You're also going to be, you're going to be seen more as an expert because again, you're not just 
in one necessary uh, uh-huh. funnel. So you're not in your own funnel anymore. You're not in your own audience. You're 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 you're, you're giving a new audience a chance to hear you out. And likewise, mm-hmm. if you bring in experts too, and asking questions and bringing in other people, bringing in value to them, that in turn makes you more valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That was you know a big reason why we started accepting guests here. Part of it is. Um, you know, it's just tough to generate a ton of content, Marcella and I ourselves. We have a lot of ideas. We have a lot to say. But at some point, it's it's fun to hear a fresh perspective, maybe a little bit different perspective. And that goes back to it might hit home for you guys if you hear someone else say a similar thing um, or a little bit of a twist on something. And that being said, um, I did just recently put up a form on pushpullsales.com. If you are interested in being a guest on our podcast, um, you are welcome to fill out that application and um, that'll go into, you know, I'll, I'll get the whole sheet um, of who is applied and all of your information. And when a spot opens up or if we feel like you'd be a really good fit, we'll be in touch. So yeah. there's an opportunity for that as well. Um the other point is, you know, when you're establishing yourself as an expert, a lot of times when we're when we're living in a particular world and we're doing a ton of that research and we're kind of sucked into our own bubble, we stop like we don't remember to bring our own spin to it. Um, you know, if I'm looking up, okay, I want to start a podcast and I'm reading all these articles like this is the way to do it. This is the right way to do things. You want to do X, Y, Z. Um and you get caught up in that and you start forgetting to take the time to brainstorm your own ideas. Maybe you do have a better way to do things. Um, you know, in your particular industry, when you're running your business, you know, there's, there's some set rules in place with any company, with any industry, but there's always flexibility. You know, if, if your goal is to get more customers, um, maybe there's a better way to do that. If your goal is to, you know, uh, come up with a better product, you know, obviously that's a more creative process and there's there's different ways of doing things than what you've done in the past. Um, so don't forget to bring that personal flair to it because if you're too dry and too boring, it doesn't matter what your experience is if, if people don't want to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking in terms of what what you're talking about so putting your own spin on things too sometimes you also do the opposite you will forget to uh credit uh sources and, and talk mm-hmm. about where you got the information like for for like, like, like for, for me personally um you know growing up wrestling as an example if someone told me hey do this and this is gonna work that's fine for me i don't need any other background information if someone tells me something in terms of selling if you do this this is gonna work i will do it i will try it a lot of times, especially in training salespeople or, 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 or in any industry, people need to know the why. They need the background reason in terms of why that works. Well, you know, this move will work because it takes them off balance and you're going to get leverage this way. Or the reason why this sales technique works is because uh, people will actually shift their brain and it'll, it'll actually light up the emotional side and not the rational side. The emotional side actually actually decide that, that it's going to be more inclined to make a yes decision whatever that is. So sometimes people are going to need facts and figures. And actually, I'm training a couple of new sales reps. And I, I almost forgot too to say, you know, 
it's not just hey this is my opinion this is the data behind it you know to, to kind of right. give an example because uh, some people they might have their own their own spin on things but without having that background research mm-hmm. or without having the actual data uh, or have information elsewhere it's it's more of a okay and and why should I believe you yeah you know absolutely yeah um, and even if you can't, I, at first when you started that, I thought you were going to say like citing your source, like you should know, you know, a lot of times we read and we research so much that we're not sure where that concept came from or where, whatever. But, but when you said, you know, explaining the why behind it, um, always makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, and, and maybe it, the why behind it is your personal experience. You know, I worked with this business and this was their goal and this was their current state and this is what worked for them. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it is, you know, I, I was researching this topic and from what I gathered, this seems to be the best course of action. Um, which, you know, also points to regardless of where you're at, regardless of whether or not you're a quote unquote expert in your field, the, the top people are always reading more, learning more, watching more, listening more. They're always gathering more information that's going to help them personally, but that they can also share with the people coming up behind them, Um, which is why we chose to have Blinkist for the sponsor for this episode, um, because it's a, uh, I was going to say platform, but it's a service that basically condenses books into 15-minute reads. Do you want to explain? Yeah, so, so basically Blinkist has three separate platforms. Uh, one, I believe it will curate one, one book. Uh, all the books are, are actually nonfiction. Um, and what it'll do is it'll take basically all the main points, all the main topics, and really condense it down into a short read. There's a premium and there's also a plus version. Uh, so the premium gives you unlimited access. You can go and pick any book you want. It'll actually give you... Uh, the summary of, 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 and also talk about learning. Their library is also growing too. So a lot of business books, a lot of psychology books, a lot of marketing books, stuff like that. You're going to have that available. And lastly, there's a, a higher level version which will actually read the already abbreviated <laughs> summary for you. So for the really, really busy people or for the people on the go, you can basically uh, instead of taking three hours to read a book to get the five mm-hmm. nuggets of information in there, you can get that in 15 minutes. Um, so if you go over to pushpullsales.com slash quickread, uh, you can check it out. You can also set up a, a free trial uh, over over there. But, yeah, it helps out the show. We definitely appreciate it. Um, one other thing I wanted to uh, kind of segue into, too, is when we talked about finding a finding a certain target or finding an area where you can be the expert to narrow that down, that's always helpful. You also, in that same vein, you want to follow the path of least resistance as well. Mm-hmm. So there might be some areas where you can answer questions where other people aren't. So that'll help you rank higher on Google. So there's LinkedIn Answers, there's Yahoo. And I'm not sure if Yahoo Answers actually might, it might have shut down, but just to give you an example... Um, I would go in uh, Yahoo Answers when I was very popular and answer questions that were relative either to insurance. When I was selling insurance, when I was in the Mm -hmm. home improvement industry, I would look and I would research and see what other people were also talking about. So that'll also that'll also help as well, especially nowadays, because that was back nine, ten years ago. People weren't as inclined to Google people. Mm -hmm. 
now I, I will Google every single person I almost I almost bump into or, or any person who's actually who's who's going to give me a quote. And it's very helpful to see. Okay, hey, this is this person on his own company's website, mm-hmm. but here's him answering a question on LinkedIn Answers, or here's him answering a question on Quora, and here's a link to his blog. So having content across multiple platforms and platforms that it's not as hard to get your name in there. Uh, Answers.com, yeah. I think, That's is That's an interesting one. point, too, because if you you might not have the time right now to build up a personal brand from scratch. You might not have a reason to have your own website or, um, you know, your own whatever it might be, um, but there's no excuse. You can take the five minutes to go run through Answers.com or whatever and answer a couple questions. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think and and you're right. Those do show up on on Google if somebody searches your name and if you're answering things politely and a well thought out response. Um, actually, some of my most recommended stuff on Medium was actually comments, you know, replies that I wrote to somebody else's article because hmm. it still lists that under your profile. And if you write a really well thought out response or whether it's agreeing or disagreeing or offering a different perspective, um, yeah, I do think there's value in that. Yeah. Um, another thing you want to do, uh, and we talked about some of those uh, resources like Harrow and all that good stuff, you also want to network. So you want to keep track of anyone who has either referred you or you want to keep in touch with any medium that you've actually been on. So for example, um, for me and and for my company, I had one uh, reporter who wrote an article uh, about, I think it was people who spectacularly like flopped their interview or something like that. Uh, That was the same person who had reached out to me before specifically about careers. For the record, you didn't flop the interview. You were interviewing someone that flopped. Correct. So it was actually stories of that. Um, but that, that same person uh, had found me before because they had asked my expertise on uh, careers in supply chain management. And that actually had come across multiple different platforms. And I had reached out to say, hey, thank you so much. I saw the article had, had went on. And I really, really appreciate that. So a couple weeks, couple months, whatever it was in between, when the other opportunity came up, they said, hey, do you have a story about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to manage uh, any sort of contacts and or any sort of people who also are helping amplify your voice and are helping get your name out there the same way you would for any sort of uh, prospect or any sort of customer. You want to keep that relationship. You want to have a way to actually to maintain that and maybe have a set uh, method to follow up or, 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 or maybe a way to keep in touch. Uh, easy way to do it is LinkedIn. You know, just that way you have, and you can also keep up to date too. If if they go move to a different site or if they move to a different uh, source of someone who might be, let's say, uh, yeah, I run into that with editors a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, that people are just always shifting. I mean, my contact at a website or at a magazine um, changes very frequently um and i'm always getting the emails bouncing back that you know so and so doesn't work here anymore um so if you if it's an important contact you need to make sure you stay on top of things mm-hmm. or get their personal email you know there there's contacts that i've had that she's like hey i'm switching companies i would love to possibly work with you for a, for this new company that i'm switching to here's my personal email address mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yeah, to, does that, does that, I think that pretty much wraps us up. What do you think? I think I think so. Prove yourself as an expert. Put yourself out there. Let your audience know that you're not just you know BSing them and and um, you know you're not 
throwing I'm just picturing like the people you know oh I I uh, live on a yacht and or have a yacht and a beautiful you know 15 bedroom house and that I rented the... for the day you take all the money out of your bank account yeah, and, 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 and show it. that and say hey this is this is what I made in this and I got rich quick and all that good stuff yeah we're not talking about all of that and I know everybody can see through that I just don't know how they still exist some people must still be buying in Oh, yeah. Well, they, they're, 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 there's an audience. There, there's definitely an audience for that. Um, take... So if there's an audience for that, there's an audience for you. And you can feel better about that um, once you establish yourself. And um, what were you going to say? I was going to say my pretty much my actual last tip um, is to be patient. Yeah. Uh, you have yes. to constantly learn. Point. So you got to put in the time. You got to get better at what you're doing. You're not going to be an expert overnight. No one actually is. You know, uh, in the book, what was it, Outliers? I think it's like 10,000 hours it takes to become an expert or to become super duper proficient at anything. Same thing when you're building an audience, when you're becoming an expert. Keep learning. Also, keep putting out content and don't expect results overnight. It's, yes. it's, 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 not, how, it's not how it works in any industry. And, and that's why a lot of salespeople or a lot of marketers will fail. Because they will jump from thing to thing to yeah. thing, yeah. thinking that this is that this is the best thing, or maybe this wasn't right for me. When really they were on the cusp of breaking becoming through. an expert or, or, or breaking through. It's going to take more time than what you than what than what you think. That being said, too, I mean, it, jumping from thing to thing, yeah. If you're, you know, but you can also take steps up you can you can build on what you've already learned so it i mean yeah, yeah you, you don't have to, to stay started. in the same job necessarily you can you can take a different job as long as it's along the same vein um you know you are gonna have to there is no overnight success and you're gonna have to um you know build up from from coffee getter whether that's literally or figure figuratively mm-hmm. um that being said from someone who you know i've i've had blog posts go viral um and it doesn't matter it, the traffic just goes back to normal you know once once you ride that wave it's helpful there's there's things you can do to take advantage of that but the bottom line is you just have to keep plugging along there is no substitute for hustle there is no substitute for consistently putting that out there yep all right well we appreciate you guys listening, and if you enjoyed what you heard, um, make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes, and if you could rate us on iTunes as well, that really helps us out. It helps new people find the podcast, so we're we're trying to promote that a little bit more. Like I had said earlier, if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, if you go to pushpullsales.com, there is a form there that you can fill out and apply. You can also find all our social information there um, at Push Pull Sales on Twitter and Instagram, um, and our email address is there as well. We appreciate you guys listening. Um, take a chance to, or um, take some time to check out our sponsor, Blinkist, pushpullsales.com slash quick read. Anything else? Oh, thank you to bensound.com for our intro and outro music, of course. Yeah, and thanks almost, to you guys for listening. Yeah, we almost forgot him. Yeah, we don't want to forget that. We'll get in trouble. All right. As always, let us know if you have any feedback or any questions, and we will talk to you guys soon. See ya.